And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, parts of the Saskatchewan Grain Belt receive rain, parts receive frost. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies and a high of just 19 degrees. The low plus 4. Tomorrow mainly sunny, wind northwest 20 and a high of 26 Supposed to be hot tomorrow, the low 10. Wednesday, sunny, the high 27, the low 9. Thursday, sunny and hot, the high 27, the low 9. Friday, sunny and cooler, the high 23, the low 8. Saturday, sunny, the high 24, the low 11. Sunday, sunny, and the high near 27. Normal high is 21 for this date, the normal low 6. The sun rose at 4.57 this morning. It sets at 8.54 tonight. And around the province... The hot spot is Waseca at 23 degrees. The cold spot, Stony Rapids at 10. Estevan is 14, Saskatoon 20. Swift Current and Weyburn and Yorkton all 15 degrees. Regina, sunny and 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east, southeast at 5. Humidity 27%. The barometer dropping 102.0. Sunny and Moose Jaw 16 degrees. Winds are from the southeast at 8. Once again, Regina, sunny and 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Storms are unpredictable, we aren't. Covering Saskatchewan farmers for over 100 years. You're always covered with SMHI. The Saskatchewan Grain Belt had scattered showers and hail on the weekend. Terry Lang at the Environment Canada says northwest Regina had a trace of moisture, while southeast Regina had 30 millimeters of rain plus hail. Well, it was really all over the map. We did see some uh, other uh, precipitation come in sort of starting on Friday night over northwestern parts of the Grain Belt, and then it moved over southern Saskatchewan on Saturday, and amounts were really all over the place, literally all over the map. Uh, even in the city of Regina, the northwest part of the city had one millimeter, and uh, someone in the extreme southwest, or sorry, southeast, got 29.5 millimeters and some hail as well. So, sort of depended where you were uh, in the city. Uh, for the rest of uh, the province, it varied highly as well. Moose Jaw only got 1.2 millimeters. Swift Current ranged from 8 to 20 millimeters. Saskatoon ranged from 0 to 6 millimeters. And Prince Albert came in with uh, a good solid 20 millimeters. So it really was uh, all over the place. Bill Gale farms a few miles north of Regina and says he had no rainfall on the weekend. Well, we're done seeding, and I think generally it's, it's, it's either done or very, very close to done out here. And to this point, you know, I think most people north of Regina here, certainly up to the Kapow Valley, have seeded into, you know, relatively good moisture. But certainly, uh, you know, we're going to need some rain fairly quickly. There has been the odd scattered shower around, I think, about... Uh, I don't know, 14, 15 days ago, we, we managed to get about, oh, 12 millimeters in a bit of a downpour. So that, that certainly did help our crop. But you don't have to go very far where there's lots of producers around that really haven't had any moisture this spring at all. And, and I, I think the cattle guys are, are really starting to get worried about their pastures. And, uh, you know, really, if they're, you know, there's a lot of these guys are still feeding. 
So um, it's getting, uh, I think, to a point of certainly concern for the cattle guys, for sure. A farm in the Waldeck area, about 225 kilometers west of Regina near Swift Current, had a long hailstorm on Saturday. The farm near Swift Current received three and a half inches of moisture in a 45-minute hailstorm. Crops were not damaged, but it is an unusual way to get moisture in late May. Todd Lewis farms at Gray, southeast of Regina, and says he had no rain on the weekend. He adds overnight frost of minus four degrees will mean some damage to newly emerged canola crops. We saw the big black cloud north there on Saturday, uh, you know, towards the city. And uh, I know uh, the south end of Regina got over an inch, but didn't come very far south. We've got some land close to the road, and there was no moisture there that was uh, measurable. So it uh, mostly fell in the city of Regina, unfortunately. But So uh, we would have uh, welcomed an inch. That would have been uh, just about perfect for us right now, but uh, we didn't see it. So how dry is it? How quickly do you need more rain? Oh, we're, we're uh, you know, we're, we, we take it any time, but we, we really sowed into good moisture conditions there with her when we were uh, seeding last week, and uh, we're even finishing up a little bit for a neighbor today, and there's still adequate moisture there. But no, with the forecast sounding like uh, maybe even, even into the 30-degree range uh, later on during the week here, uh, and the wind, uh, it's quickly drying up the top. So, uh, yeah, any moisture any time along the way here will be more than welcome, and we're certainly going to need, you know, to get the moisture to meet. There's subsoil moisture there, but certainly uh, the canola crops and so on will uh, welcome rain any time right now, that's for sure. So, Todd, there was some frost. Uh, how much frost and what impact, if any, would that have? Well, I know our uh, neighbor's weather station here, uh, we were at minus four here at Gray. So, you know, that's for a number of hours of the night from two to uh, five in the morning. So it uh, it was significant. And I'm sure uh, we're going to see some damage on uh, the canola that had emerged. And uh, I know uh, some of the uh, down fertilizer dealers this morning, my uh, brother was down picking up some product and they said uh, there was some damage some leaf damage and so on so time will tell but no it's time to stop freezing like we've been having as well so uh, warm up temperatures and uh, moisture is needed and uh, we sure don't need to see any more uh, freezing temperatures at night and minus four is pretty significant. Do you expect significant damage or much damage? No, I mean, it's just going to be hard. It's going to be time, like I say, time will tell. But, you know, even earlier, uh, you know, in the last week here, uh, some of the uh, early seeded herb and so on was showing uh, signs of frost damage as well. So, uh, no, we've had some uh, damage and uh, the crop will grow through it. But something like canola, there could be some damage there. We'll, we'll see as it plays out over the next couple of days, just, you know, it's that growth plan as long as it didn't get frozen. But certainly there's some leaf damage this morning. Todd Lewis farms southeast of Regina near Gray and is president of APAS. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Saskatchewan farmers may soon see some relief for parched fields. Environment Canada senior climatologist David Phillips describes southern Saskatchewan as going through a mega drought of almost three years. Phillips says June could bring some much-needed moisture. Good news is that we're entering really the wet time of the year. I mean, June, uh, believe it or not, June is your wettest month. You look at it uh, year in and year out. It often is uh, the good rains come in June or early July. And uh, that says that jet stream crosses the province from a more southern location to a northern location where it sort of hangs out in the summertime. And so with that that jet stream over you, then you see more active weather, some uh, systems coming in from the Pacific that do have some moisture with them. 
and so so there's hope there that this June could be uh, uh, maybe even normal precipitation is something we haven't seen at all in the last uh, almost 36 months. The the longer term, when we look at the the summer, again we're looking at June in our models seem to say you know a good sort of normal across most of the province, except in the very southern reaches, say well south of the Trans Canada Highway. We see a little cooler in June, but our models for the summer, our June, July, August, are showing warmer than normal over most parts of the province, except in the very the southern part where we see kind of normal kinds of temperatures. The American models I've looked at, I'm always looking for some good news for you guys, and the next three weeks they're talking about it being a little on the cool side but wet. So the American models have a little bit more precipitation coming in sort of June, and that's again, as they say, is the wet, uh, the wet month. And uh, uh, and then for the summer, the June, July, August, they're showing kind of uh, near normal conditions to slightly wetter than normal. So I think there is at least some hope there that we could have uh, uh, the warm season could be a little bit wetter, break that kind of pattern that we've seen so much in the last three years. Just no, no, no precipitation that may very well correct itself with this. Uh, but hey, you know, Jim, we're going to need a lot of precipitation to make up for the deficit that has existed over the last last uh, three years. David Phillips is the senior climatologist at Environment Canada. Meantime, the Weather Network today is predicting a continuation of the wet weather that Ontario and Quebec have experienced this spring well into the summer, which could lead to more flooding. Chief Meteorologist Chris Scott is forecasting a very different weather picture in western Canada. He sees it hot and dry, increasing the threat of wildfires, which has already forced thousands from their homes. U.S. President Donald Trump has rolled out another $16 billion in aid for farmers affected by a bitter trade war with China. The payments will be made on a county-by-county basis, with amounts determined by how much each county has been hurt by retaliatory duties imposed by China. This money comes on top of a $12 billion program last year. U.S. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says the assistance will be divided into three parts with the largest coming in July or August. The package we're announcing today ensures that farmers will not bear the brunt of those trade practices by China or any other nation. There will be payments to U.S. soybean, corn, pork, wheat, and canola producers. U.S. soybean exports to China have been hit particularly hard, falling from $12.3 billion in 2018 to just $3.2 billion last year. President Trump did not rule out new trade talks with China. I remain hopeful that at some point we'll probably get together with China. If it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, that's fine. And I look forward. I'll be seeing President Xi at the G20 very shortly. The G20 summit in Osaka, Japan, will be held June 28th and 29th. Back in a moment. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. The latest Viterra prices show canola up $1.10 at three ninety sixty two. Oats rose seven cents at two hundred ten dollars and seventy two cents per metric ton. Number one red spring wheat decreased ninety five cents at two thirty eight sixty five. The rest were unchanged. Durham two thirty nine fifty one. Feed barley two hundred two dollars sixty three cents. Flax five twelve twenty one. Yellow peas two hundred forty three dollars fifty four cents. Feed wheat one ninety six ninety eight. 
U.S. markets are closed today for Memorial Day holiday. On Friday, Minneapolis July wheat was up 13 and three-quarter cents at 5.48 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yard. 600 cattle in the sale on Tuesday. Cow market remains basically steady, averaging 87.5 straight through on all the cows traded. Uh, smooth cows, 90 to a dollar. You get the odd one a little bit higher than that. The bull market tops at a buck 22. We average a buck seven and a half straight through on all the slaughter bulls. Limited number of feeder cattle available. The big Heiferettes that should have had their first calf this year were probably three to four dollars lower this week, uh, costing 127 to 138. Uh, they were very well into the 40s a week previous. Uh, to the uh, bread cattle trade around the country, certainly with the drought conditions, a lot more pairs becoming available, a lot less places with room to take them. Uh, we haven't had a pair sale here, but reports around the country, it's very definitely uh, dropping back in the price on the pairs. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. And now today's Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 and TCP BP2. Today's quote is 194.66 per CKG. For BP4, TCP4, the quote is $198.27 per CKG. The outlook, sunny, a high of 19, the low plus 4. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, wind northwest 20, the high 26, the low 10. In Regina, sunny and 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.